How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Dead Jester Productions podcast, episode number 191. I'm your host, Josh, or Jim Oscars, joined once again by Klaus. Thank you for being here. What it do? Dude, I've been living under a rock the past <laughs> two days, so I don't even know what's been going on in the world. It's been uh, nothing but Starfield for me for the most part. Yeah, literally, dude. Just straight Starfield the past two since it, well, I guess just yesterday I started playing it, but I've got like four hours in, two, maybe three. I don't know exactly how many hours I have played in it, but it's a lot. <laughs> well, I, I mentioned to you, uh, just text or whatever, about how like I'm streaming it, obviously, and then uploading the se- uh, segments from the stream as YouTube videos, and it, uh, it's been going well. I've really enjoyed it, but... Uh, I don't want to like do all like the grindy stuff on stream because people aren't going to enjoy that. So I've been grinding off stream where I'm just leveling up. I'm getting like items, better loot, getting, you know, just a bunch of credits. And, How do you uh, grind? What's your grind technique? I've literally just been like traveling around, scanning planets, landing on them and seeing what sorts of resources I can find. How uh, do you do? How do you scan the planet? What you, is that? So from... Uh, I'm going to take this one step at a time here. So if you, your best bet is to progress the main story until you get the option to go to the eye, which is like a satellite directly above new Atlantis with the Sarah, whatever the hell her name is. It doesn't take long. You have to do, you do the first mission with her and then the next mission allows you to go to the eye. So you don't have to okay, do, spend cool. a lot of time. Yeah, with I'm doing one with her right now and I'm like, God, that I, that is such a, <laughs> Band of wimps, dude. <laughs> the constellation is that what they're called, mm-hmm. dude? Oh my god, what a bunch of do-gooding! Just, <laughs> I don't want to be on these guys' side. I'm trying to go to Neon. I heard that was like the shithole mm-hmm. planet. I'll get. I'll go back to Neon in a minute. But what you can do it, once you unlock the eye, you can go up there because you're not allowed to access it until you get the mission. But it doesn't take terribly long. Uh, the first mission you have to do with them just has you jumping around our personal solar system. So you go from like Mars to Venus to Uranus, I think. Uh, and then so what you go through one big like actual outpost fighting enemies and the rest of the time it's just jumping around in space for a little bit. Um, but then once you finish that, you go back, you get your rewards and it says like, all right, let's go. We got to meet the other members and the one guy's on the eye. So you go up to the eye, you talk to him for a few minutes and then you've unlocked the ability to keep working with him. After your conversation ends, it'll tell you like, oh, you completed the, this section of the mission. You want to go back and talk to him again. And I forget what the option is, but essentially you can do it's like, so what else do you do up here? And he'll talk to you about the fact that you can sell him scan data. And any t- so and anytime you go into space, you can scan planets and bring it back to him and he gives you a bunch of money for it. So that's like one of the ways I've been getting some easy easy cash um or credits so what you do is you in space like you go to the menu system you travel to any solar system and go up to a planet and then from the menu i think you could do it outside the menu as well using the scanner uh but i I just do it from the menu because it's easier if i'm under attack or something uh you go there you select the planet and then once you've traveled to the planet you just hold the left bumper to scan it and if it's like a rock planet or whatever, it'll tell you like, oh, these are some of the resources and you have to go down to the planet 
and finish scanning the rest of them. But the easy way to get a bunch of credits easily uh, and quickly is just go to gas giants and ice giants because you can't land on them. So you just go to them in space, scan them. It immediately gives you 100% scan data and you can trade that in to the guy for easy credits when you go back. Hell and yeah. It's it's so nice. I've, I've been doing that. Um, I forget what his credit... Uh, let's say he has 5,000 credits available to him. You'll go through that super quickly. You just got to sit down and wait for 48 hours and then his uh, credits will return. You can sell him a bunch more. So it's it's super easy to get credits that way. The only thing you have to worry about is like running into space pirates or whatever. I know you said you don't have that problem as much, but there's like bounty hunters and shit and just general stuff that that's happen. what I'm looking for, dude. I want yeah. that's what I'm trying to do is run into these dudes. Yeah. I haven't shot well, a human in like a mission. For me, it's not great because I run out of ship repair parts <laughs> fairly quickly because I'm constantly in combat in space jumping around all these solar systems. But that's one way I've been getting money. Uh, I've been level. You get a, you get experience pretty quickly from doing it. I think you get fifty experience or forty experience every time you travel to a planet. I needed parts for my ship. Yeah, it's that's how you repair your ship's hull. Um, I've my ship might be on the brink of death then because I haven't repaired <laughs> it a single time. It, it it might depend as well because I'm playing on very hard difficulty, so I might be getting a little bit more experience from scanning the planets as well. Um, but I'm also taking a lot more damage in these ship battles, but yeah, just going to them, scanning them, just getting out of there is super easy, super quick, get a bunch of money, uh, but doing that. And then I just go down to like, uh, different, like the different, some of the planets, I'll just jump down while I'm there in the solar system, see if there's like a facility nearby that I can attack or raid or whatever, and just get in, grab some loot, get out stored in my ship. And then when I whenever I go back to like the den, uh, which is like a space uh, station in the wolf Sheesh. system, you go there yeah, just and they allow you to sell contraband, like stolen goods and stuff. So that's well, a that fucking lady downstairs that was a bitch told me I could sell her whatever the fuck. You know yeah, that's also the uh, something authority or I forget what they're called. It's trade the yellow authority or something. trade authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the same thing. Uh, the only reason I go to the den instead is because Port it's authority. a little quicker to get to. Port Authority. Okay. No, Whatever it is. Trade Authority. Port Authority is like some stupid store. Jane, is the yeah. Port Authority a store? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the den is nice because you dock and you go in. It's like 20 feet away. You can go to him, sell all your like stolen goods, contraband, whatever. And then five feet away from the dock is one of the uh, uh, like docking station vendors whatever they're called uh that that's just like the the computer system or whatever so that's another five thousand credits you can sell to so you got two vendors super close to the docking uh, station and you can sell whatever you want to the one guy so it's nice and convenient um hmm. so i've been doing that to make some credits i'm at I, the downside is i haven't had a chance to play a ton between work and then editing stuff uh, but I, I'm playing enough. I'm level 17 and I got like 330,000 credits right now. I'm trying to get like 450 to get the ship I want. Um, the, you met, you asked me earlier, like if I've been focusing on weapon skills, I have not at all. I've, I've got my lock picking all the way up, uh, so I can pick any lock. I've got my pilot 
skill all the way up so I can fly any ship. So now in space, if I decide to like board an enemy ship, I can just take it no matter what it is. Um, So that's pretty cool. Um, Obviously, I maxed out my carrying capacity right away. That was super important. You can just steal their ship. Oh, so when you steal it, how does what happens to your ship? So you you'll take your ship, you'll dock with them. You have to kill all the enemies on it. And then you hop into the pilot seat and you've claimed the ship, um, but it's not registered yet. So you can't do anything with it. I think you I think you technically own it, but you just don't have it registered. So you can't sell it or like add parts to it. But you your ship just gets like saved. And next time you go to a, like a landing station, you could just swap out whatever ship you want to use and set it as your home ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, your home ship is the one you'll fly around in. The other ones are just stored in like a garage, essentially. Hmm. I don't know if there's, a, I'm assuming there's got to be some sort of a limit to how many ships you can have, but I don't know. I haven't been focusing on it. I've seen some have, people making some pretty sweet ships, dude. Yeah, there's Thought a ton. The Planet of Express from Futurama. Yeah. I saw somebody make the magic school bus. <laughs> it was fucking massive. I, like I said, I haven't focused on that at all. I've literally just, every ship I've stolen, I've sold just to get a few thousand extra credits. I'm like, I'm just focused on getting a ton of money so I can buy this big fancy ship I'm looking at. And yeah, it looks like just, it's going to be, like, invincible. <laughs> I've just been getting butt-fucked, dude, the whole time. I, uh, I'm not good at ship combat. I'm really bad at it. I've been looking for some more ship action, but maybe I should fucking look at my ship's health or something because I mm. haven't repaired it a single time. Yeah, in the bottom uh, right, it'll say, like, whole uh, hmm. percentage or whatever. Anytime, if it's low, you can just go to, like, a, any, like, landing port, like New Atlantis, and just, it's a thousand credits in here, fully repairs your ship. So it's yeah, not, I think I'm going to like blow yeah. New Atlantis up or something pretty soon here. <laughs> getting kind of sick of that place. Um, I, was I robbed say, that yeah, guy. Dude, I freaking, the guy that sells you the ships. I robbed him and stole 72,000 credits from him. Hell yeah. <laughs> See, I don't even know what a lot of credits is or not because I I'll be like know. talking to somebody and they'll just give me like 40 grand. That I had know? that happen. There was a place I went to. I think it's called Redline. Or no, Red Mile. It's Red Mile. I had to go to this place to get a package for somebody in the well on New Atlantis. And while I was there, I'm like, I might as well go in and see what it is. And they're like, oh, it's like a a gambling location. Uh, there's like thousands of credits just laying on tables. Uh, I, I I don't know if you sent it to me. There's oh, the guy I, scooping I, them into the trash can? Yeah, that's where that yeah. is. That's in yeah, that location. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I saw this. And uh, so I'm scraping them off the, the credits off on the, the table into a bin and I'm taking them to the back I'm picking them all up. I got like 20 some thousand credits from that or no, like uh, like 10,000 credits or something total from all. Oh, of them. Yeah. But then you could talk to the person. They have a challenge there and they're like, all right, you'll go into the red mile. You have to run to the uh, checkpoint, hit the button and then run back to us. I'm like, that seems easy enough. And uh, it's. Even on very hard difficulty, I didn't struggle with it at all, but it I did have to heal a bit. There's just like, it drops you in a giant like crater essentially on like this planet, moon, whatever it is. And you go down and it's like sort of uh, like rocky, a little foresty, whatever. But there's these like um, giant alien like dog sort of things. I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe aliens, but they're, they're, you know, four-legged animals that are like charging at you. 
And they were kind of fucking me up for a little bit. I thought I'd be able to take them out quicker, and that was not the case. But I just ended up sprinting through them. There's like dead bodies of previous competitors all over the place. So I'm like looting oh for credits and shit. You just sprint through them, get to the end, hit a button on the central platform. And it's like, all right, turn around and come back the way you came. I sprint back, uh, ignore everything on the way back, essentially. I get back inside and I got like 24,000 credits or something, maybe 32,000 credits for doing it. I was like, sweet. So I, yeah. I'm going to go back and see if I can, if I do it again, how much I get for it. Because if I can consistently get that many credits, I'm like, oh, absolutely. I must have read it wrong because I, I think I moved the painting for a guy in New Atlantis and he gave me 40 grand, but it might have been four grand then. I know. It's the guy that's just the in that one shop, right? He's just standing in the shop looking around. He's like, keep it I'm down. Don't tell people you got the painting. Yeah, I'm not even 100% sure. I think it was four grand. I, have in this I remember thing. Yeah, but I've, I've been loving it so much, the game. It's been an absolute blast. People have been complaining, and I, I mentioned this on the last episode of the podcast. It was just a solo show I did. I get that people are upset that you can't just get in your ship on a planet and fly into the atmosphere and out into space into a different planet without a loading screen. Because you can do that in like No Man's Sky, but No Man's Sky does not have the depth to it that Starfield does with like the characters and like all the vendors and stuff and things like that. It just Starfield feels so much more alive, and I. St- People complain about like going to planets and them being barren and empty. I'm like, that's like, I, I'm loving it. I love exploring planets, looking for shit. Like they, they said they want to have like a space exploration game. And then when they get like a huge amount of exploration given to them, they're like, this isn't what I wanted. I wanted everything to be close by. So I didn't actually have to explore. There could be a little more stuff. If I am on some honest. of the planets, I like I, said, I think there's a happy medium. I just think the people like some of the people are complaining. It's like I'm having to walk like a thousand meters to get somewhere. It's like you're traveling through space. You're on an undiscovered planet. Like why would everything be in your immediate vicinity? Like you don't actually want to explore. You just want. I like, don't need in my like, immediate vicinity, but dude, my god, have I been fucking <laughs> running? And the <laughs> CO2 thing keeps filling up and choking mm-hmm. me out. So I'm freaking dude. I'm like okay. Let me go do a mission. I should have apparently just buzzed through the main story, but I was on the one planet and I lo- saw that I could land on other locations on New Atlantis. So mm-hmm. I went to this outpost and this guy immediately was like, yeah, this one guy ran away. <laughs> Tell him to get his ass back over here. <laughs> like, All right, cool. And I see it puts a dot in the distance. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess I'm looking at the map. I'm like, I guess that's on this planet and I'll, I'll run towards it. And I was running for like 25 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, dude, just running through and birds are coming down there all higher level than me. So they're just ripping me to shreds. The birds killed me like three times. I kept, so I just kept quick saving, dying and running away mm-hmm. in a different direction. And I freaking running through birds forever. I'm thinking, is this glitched? How long? At one point it was, there's just a huge mountain in front of me too. That I had to then go all the way around because I couldn't jump over it. Skyrim yeah. style. I like, tried to glitch up it and couldn't. Oh, you couldn't run all you the way around it. Interesting. I've had in- encounters like that where I was able to work my way up with like the boost pack and everything too. Oh, I guess you can't in New Atlantis. I just got the boost pack no, you can. 10 minutes you ago. Can. Uh. 10 <laughs> minutes ago, I got the boost pack before we got on this thing. Just got that. <laughs> so 
I was running, finally get up this damn thing, and I find one little shack that he's in after fucking forever. And he's like, all right, I guess I'll go back. And I fucking fast traveled back, and that was it for the whole thing. And it didn't even give me that much money or XP. (laughs) I was like, that just took like fucking 40 minutes total to do. (laughs) And it was worthless. And now I have to go to bed and go to work tomorrow. So I could see why people get frustrated in that regard. We're talking about uh, earlier about like doing the Mantis side quest so you can get the legendary ship and the outfit, like the spacesuit. Yeah, this guy at work told me about that. Yeah, and, and I, was, uh, I was talking to you briefly about it earlier. I don't too. even know where to get that thing. I, I, he said you it, get it like immediately. You get it from like uh, from killing spacers, like the enemies, and some of them will just have it on them. the The actual mission is called the Mantis, or just Mantis. I forget which. I think it's the Mantis. Uh, I just got it randomly very early on, and uh, yeah, it, like I said, you go, you just go to the planet. There's like an outpost there. You go in, it's like, you, there's just a, a number of enemies throughout and you get towards to a certain point where there's like a guy standing there and he's like, oh, I'll help you. Your best bet is to kill him immediately or just tell him, fuck you, because he'll try and betray you. It doesn't matter either way because he, he dies he, when he tries to betray you anyway. So it doesn't have any effect. Um, but there's a, oh, was, I think I did it on stream. I don't know if that part's out yet or not. I think I did that on stream. Um, and, uh, yeah, I definitely did that. And then you go through and you have to spell it Tyrannus. You get through to the end and, uh, it gives you the ship, which is the one I've been using in the meantime, which is definitely a bit better than the starting one, but it's not amazing. Um, I did mention to you earlier though, too, if you're in the Mantis ship, I forget what it's called. The Razorback maybe no Razorbacks is the pistol. I forget what it's called, but the ship that you get from that mission uh, if you're flying around, enemies in sp- other spaceships will see you and be like, like start shooting at you and be like, oh shit, it's the Mantis. We got to get out of here. And they're like, no way. Really? <laughs> oh shit, it is. And they'll all like flee and they'll just warp out of the area. <laughs> and it, so that's been somewhat useful for what I've been doing, trying to travel around and scan shit. But there's that. And then the outfit, uh, like I said, the one I got, the version I got has like a bunch of different boosts and then... I think it's the helmet, one of the pieces, because it's a three-piece set, obviously, uh, has the chameleon effect. So whenever I crouch and stand still, I'm completely invisible, which has been fantastic for stealing shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a that was a late game thing in Skyrim. Yeah, I forget how you got it in Skyrim. I think it was just like a s- sneak. Yeah, if you snuck, it would, you'd go invisible. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. There's a number of things. I think you only um, could do it for like a short period of time too. I don't remember. I know I do remember it in the game, but I just don't remember like the. But Skyrim was so like bootleg though. If you went down, if you <laughs> had a, like full sneak and just crouched, they'd be like, "Where'd he go?" Yeah, <laughs> like immediately. Yeah, then obviously in Fallout, you had like the Pip Boy. You you could get armor in Skyrim and Fallout Four that was just fully invisible to begin with. You didn't even have to have a perk. Because I remember getting armor like that in Fallout 4. Yeah, the Chinese stealth armor. It's from Fallout 3, Operation Anchorage, and they brought it back. And it's just like, okay, I'm just invisible, which is basically makes me invincible because if they can't see me, I can one-shot all of them. Yeah. (laughs) Which I'm working on that. I'm 
the next thing I'm going to upgrade in Starfield is my weapons workbench perk. I think I have to get a couple of perks before that, like two of them, or maybe just the one. I don't remember, but I'm just going to max that out so I can put all the best mods on my guns because I'm in the process of putting together like an overpowered sniper rifle, essentially. So that'll be, um, that'll be freaking, fun. How's your character's physicals? Uh, like I said, I, I have my carrying capacity maxed out. That's pretty much it. Everything else has been going into like the tech tree for like lock picking, ship handling. Damn, dude, because I'm. Uh, I, wait, they better eventually not have this CO2 shit annoying me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I better level out of this because that shit yeah. is so annoying. There is like oh. eight like items. I forget. There's some like food or drinks or whatever that like assist with that a little bit. But it's it just isn't something I'd focus on a lot. There have been times when it's annoyed the shit out of me, when I'm like running through an area where I'm like, I need to get there before I die, but I can't sprint there because I'm running out of oxygen. And if I yeah. sprint while in this in the red and CO2, I take more damage, so I'll die faster. So it's just it's a little bit of a pain at times. Yeah, I really hate that they put that in there. I think like, this I... game more than any other Bethesda game. Your like storage space is so limited. It, it's like, yeah, it's, it's always limited. kind of depended. It depend usually in the old ones. It depended on uh, what you had your strength set to. At least in Fallout. Yeah, I mean, like even like in those games, though, like uh, you go back to like your house or whatever, and there's just a chest that you can throw all your shit into. You can't do that early on in this game. You, you can didn't make get, it. So bedroom like right off the rip that has a safe in it that i can that i could throw all the shit in i guess you can if you go to like the constellation or whatever you can do that yeah that's true i was thinking ship white like i know like some that's ships usually how it is in fallout and shit. storage like four thousand really the only one that gives you like a good house right off the rip fallout 3 so. to an extent gives you a good one depending which way you go with the story you can either blow up the town and get the, a sweet apartment or you get the house in Megaton. Yeah. But New Vegas doesn't give you a house till way late. Mm. And four, you kind of just, there's a gas station early on, I guess, that was suitable. Well, you can go back you to your house in. immediately, essentially. Yeah, but it's destroyed and has a, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just trash. The gas station's a better starting spot, I think, than yeah. the house. You have the gas station, and because I think you just go like a couple towns over, and that, or like one town over, then is where you find like the settlers, and then you take them back to your original like yeah cul-de-sac, and it comes. To yeah, it's them. literally down the road from. Yeah. You get to the place you go, then there's like uh, the gas station, then this little diner where there's like two raiders threatening a lady, and yeah. then there's the city with the death claw and the yeah the death uh, claw running down the where street. Where is it? It's, it's a real place. Where'd they fire the first shot off in the Revolutionary War? Oh, God, you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> that's where I believe that's where it is. Uh, <laughs> not Pearl Harbor. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's almost, not even from this goddamn country. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Pearl Harbor. That was big in the Revolutionary War. <laughs> Oh, man. Concord. Concord, oh, okay. Lexington and Concord. Dude, you don't know mm -hmm. that? Don't ring any bells? Lexington and 
Yes. <gasps> For real? Yes, it's right set of north of Boston. I, I think. got it. Period. I'm smart. <laughs> I'm smart. And we lived there. <laughs> Fucking tarred. Um, yeah, I need to... What? I, I can't remember. Did you tell me what your beginning trait was that you picked? Well, I was a chef. I remember that. And then, <laughs> you picked the chef uh, one. Yeah. Let me pull it up. I can find what it. What made so you want to pick the chef? Uh, either you or Poppy or someone someone in the chat picked it. <laughs> yeah, definitely was not. I don't think chef. Yeah. No, I, I just left it up to, to chat. Let him decide. Um, it was a chef, and then I forget what like, my background was. Uh, I don't really remember. But I know I, like uh, my starting perks was like uh, my looting ability or something. I I had looting, melee, and then something. Oh, I got it pulled up here. God, I forgot how ugly the character is. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I, what was Dude, it? that Instagram post you made where you put your own face half on it. Oh my <laughs> god, dude, I had been dying. Yeah, I was I was gonna upgrade it, and uh, I just never got back around to doing that. Oh, I guess I guess it's just Chef is what decides what your uh, skills are. Yeah, then you pick your background things, and that gives you like yeah. weird. Little things. I picked uh, Neon Street Rat. I picked the one that said you get like a super fan. And. Oh, here we go. Jeff has gastronomy. So access to brand new worlds means access to brand new ingredients. Uh, So basically, I'm better at cooking. I have dueling, which is the better melee damage, and scavenging, which is better like looting. And then I went with. extrovert so i'm better at like talking to people i guess uh no you're better with a companion i use i use less oxygen when adventuring with human companions but more when adventuring alone i got the hero worshipped uh that's where you get the adoring fan and wanted where people just constantly chasing after have you stumbled upon the fan yet yes so i i didn't know where he was i was gonna look into it just be like I, I want to add him so he's available on stream. And when I went back to New Atlantis, uh, I just walked up the front stairs and he was just there. So I don't know like if there's something to trigger it, but uh, yeah, he just showed up pretty quickly. Oh, is he good at anything? I don't remember what he's he does. You don't have uh, him in the crew. He is in the crew, but I like I said, I've been so focused on like getting. The specific stats and like uh, stuff collected, like credits and I things like that. I picked that bonus that made the crew twice as expensive to hire, but like way more efficient or something like that. I was mm. like, that sounds that sounds like a good idea. Uh, I'm trying to see. He has a level two weightlifting skill. Oh, he can carry. He has more carrying capacity than other companions. I need to have this guy follow me around. That's my biggest issue right now. Being yeah, all the time. I saw somebody fucking shoot him in the back of the head because they got annoyed with him. He can't die, I don't think. Oh well, then they fucking edited their video. That's how it is in uh, Oblivion. At least I remember back in the day, you can't kill him. 
Um, well, yeah, it comes with a scavenging and concealment perk. So you get a little more when you loot and he won't be found uh, when he's like, when you're crouching or everything. Hmm. Interesting. Pretty good. All right. I need to start rolling with him more often. <laughs> Roll with him, dude. But he normally, I fucking hate the robot. Yeah, once you visit the lodge as main mission, he should run up to you in amazement during your travels around New Atlantis. Hmm. So yeah, I would just yeah, go just back to the, the like, entrance of New Atlantis and, uh, just like walk up, you know where like the viewport is when you go up the stairs to the left. Yeah, he'll probably hit me up when I go back there because I just went to the lodge yeah. and then left with that bitch, mm-hmm. and I'm doing that bullshit now. <laughs> I don't know if you saw. I had changed my name of the character to uh, from fuck brick face. shit house to fuck yeah, from face. brick shit house to fuck face because now the uh, robot will be like Captain Fuckface. <laughs> they say it. I love that they. Yeah, I love that they program that in. They call you Captain Fuckface, and like that is amazing. Damn, Perfect. they don't say they don't say the name that we picked. What you, uh, I can't remember what it was. I don't know. I don't remember. But, Some black lady name. <laughs> yeah, they're Aquila not. Aquila is her name. I'm looking at. Oh, I can see why he didn't pronounce that. <laughs> I fe- I was yeah. like, that sounds kind of like a a pirate, but like out of space. Mm-hmm. Right now she's struggling, you know, but well, eventually we'll get a ship and a crew and we'll start robbing motherfuckers. Like, where do you even rob people? Because I don't even see any ships flying around when I was out there. Interesting. Yeah, I run into ships constantly. Well, maybe it's just because I'm early on. I forget what it looks There's an icon where, like, if you go into a, a new system, you can, like, hover. When you go to, like, fast travel, you can hover over the planets and it'll show you, like, if there's ship hostile ship activity in that area. And if you go there, it just automatically, uh, uh, you'll they'll just be there for you. Oh, side note. If you're looking to level up your ability for piloting super easily, that that'll allow you to like pilot all ships. Uh, I think it's in order to level it up, you need to destroy five ships at tier one, 15 ships at tier two, and 30 ships at tier three. In New Atlantis for the UC or whatever it is called, uh, they have a pilot simulator that you can go into and it gives you experience for killing all it's it's just a simulation so you're not at risk of losing anything but every time you go in and kill them you get experience and it counts towards your ships uh being destroyed in the challenge so that's how i finished leveling mine up really quickly i was like oh perfect i go in uh it's like in the where the uc you see it's in the mast district mast Um, oh that's where i am right now if you fast, yeah. If you go there, when you fast travel there, at least from the fast travel point, you basically do a U-turn and go like up around the stairs. It's in it's in the building behind like the giant row of like two rows of flags. Oh, you go in there. Left, actually. Uh, yeah, you go in there. You say you talk to the guy on the left, and he'll be like, "Oh, you looking to join the Vanguard?" And you just say, "Yeah, sure." And you go in. You hit. You do the registration, and then you go in, and you don't even have to like actually agree to sign up with them, but. It'll allow you to do the flight simulator. Uh, you go in and there's six tiers total. You have to complete three of them to like move on with the mission. But you can redo it as much as you want. So I went in. Uh, I got, because I have my lock picking skill all the way up, there's a, a computer in there that you can hack that gives your... Sh- anyway, back from a slight technical difficulty there. But yeah, yeah I, I just go in. Uh, I think from... If you just do the three, the first three tiers of the flight simulator, which are super easy, you get like 
six or seven destroyed ships just from that alone. So you, even just doing that a couple times will get you through the challenge really quickly. Um, but like I said, there's a thing like a computer in there you can hack that gives your ship all of the upgrades. Uh, and you can even spawn in like an ally ship to help you out if you really want to. Um, but yeah, I, I just did that like two or three times maybe. And it got me through the entire challenge. So I was able to get my ability to pilot C-class ships, which was awesome. So now I, I hate that they, did, that they go in that direction. Why C got to be the good one, dude? It should be A is the good one, you know? Yeah, I was a little confused by that as well. It's annoying. I don't know. But that was something I was like immediately when I realized that was a thing. I was like, I need to work towards that right away. Because that way when I like fly well, around in space, I, I can take any ship I want. If, I'm, if I land on a planet and see a ship there, take it. I'm glad I picked the space scoundrel then because mm-hmm. it gave me like a couple boosts to those purple skills. And nice. one of them was piloting. Oh, that's good. So I'm yeah, that, like I said, that that's a, that's I. My thought process for a lot of these, uh, the perks I've been going with is just will it allow me to do more stuff in the game? Yeah, and that's why, I'm, like with the combat ones, it's like I'll do more damage, but it doesn't. I'm not being able to do anything different. I'm just yeah, doing I just it more suck. effectively. I just yeah. suck. So I always pick one weapon in any of the Bethesda games. I'm like, all right, which one weapon <laughs> we rocking with? And it gave yeah. me pistol skill as the, the class I picked. So we're rocking mm-hmm. with the pistol. We're doing nice. pretty good with that so far, I guess. Okay-ish. I mean, I don't have shit all for other guns. I have an SMG that is three damage. I got so excited, dude. I got that white SMG, and it like presented it to me like oh, it was going to be good. The Grendel. It presented it to me like That's... it was going to be good. And I fucking go to fire it, dude, on this just basic raider, dump a whole mag accurately into his side, and it didn't even kill him all the way. I was like, all right, so that thing's a pile of shit. That's what I use almost exclusively, just mainly because I have so much. I have like 6,000 rounds of ammunition for it. For the Grendel? Yeah, I have so much ammo for it. Uh, Well, part of it, if you go to the well... I think I told you this before in the well, uh, you go to the general store, like the weapons guy there and he has like the gun displays up on the wall and he has the, uh, 7.77 millimeter caseless ammo on the wall, but you can take it and it doesn't count as stealing. So every time I go there, I take it and I get like 200, 300 rounds of ammunition, whatever it is for free. I go into his inventory. I buy it for like, I get like 450 rounds for 3000 credits. I'm like, that's fine. And so, like, every time I go in the well, I'm getting, like, roughly a thousand rounds of ammunition. And the version of the Grendel that I have is a legendary, and it has explosive rounds, or, like, a perk that does explosive damage, however it works out. Uh, And so it tears through enemies super well. It's such a high rate of fire as well. So it, even if it doesn't do as much damage as, like, a better weapon... Because of the rate of fire, it ends up doing way more damage just because it shoots so quickly and it keeps me from getting hurt. Yeah, Generally. maybe if I had a good one, dude. The one that I have is just basic boy, three damage. I sold it. I don't have it anymore because I was like, that thing is worthless, dude. <laughs> so I've been rocking with the Eon straight. Okay. That straight starter, dude. The starter hitter. I've still got all the starting crap for the most part. Starting spaceship, starting gun. The starting, well, my starting robot stuck it, glitched into a wall somewhere. 
thankfully, because nice. I was getting sick of his ass, dude. He snitched on me. He keeps snitching <laughs> on me everywhere I go. They're like, is that true? Robot, is that true? And he's like, er, that is not a true statement. I'm like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? Why are you snitching on me? I'm a pirate. I'm trying to lie. I can't stand I, that freaking I love how the robot. Like, all of your followers are like goody two-shoes in the game. Is on one hand, it's like this is super annoying. Like every time I when the Sarah, whatever her name is, Sarah Morgan, whatever, whenever she was following me around during that mission, I'm I just had her with me for a little bit while I was sidetracked. And it's like, okay, I'm gonna steal from these people. It's like 1,200 credits just sitting here. I'm gonna steal from them. Grab the weapon off the wall. It looks cool. And she'd be like, Sarah's unhappy with you. Uh, Sarah disapproves. You. I'm like, oh my god. Fuck Sarah, I could give a shit. What do you even think? I want them all to leave, dude. I want an evil crew. There's got to be evil companions out there. I'm sure. I yeah. need them. I mean, you can hire people that seem evil. Yeah, that's what I want, dude. I want to, or I want an entire, I want all Asian women. Just a whole <laughs> ship that's like, oh, the captain is here. <laughs> oh, where you want to go? We are very, very, very far from home. Oh, I'm a really, really tired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you can find a bunch of Asian people. You just, you just have to look around for them. You can hire all sorts of people to do it. Yeah, I've, I've been loving the game, though, so much. Uh, I wish I could play it way more. Because I don't want, like, half my crew to quit, quit when I fucking, like, just murder an entire, <laughs> like, a Guys, family look, cruise, like a Disney cruise. <laughs> It's a ship, yeah. It's like it's a ship of traveling doctors and miracle workers. Let's fuck them up. Best they bet up, they've got med packs. The ship, you kill them all for one med pack. <laughs> I would like nice, and I will. Mine. I want. I can't yeah. wait to start murdering people in outer space. I, I'm gonna it's what I want. It's what I got this game for. Uh, when what? I get home, I'm gonna stream again tomorrow for oh. a little bit, probably. Uh, Four hours again tomorrow, roughly. I cannot wait to start playing this motherfucking thing game. some more. Uh, something else I want to talk about. to play this thing until I pass out. Baldur's Gate 3, but I got to do the ad reads real quick first before we go any further. Uh, first up, as usual, this episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being. Now in sugar-free flavors, you and your listeners can now experience more effective hydration Oh, I'm reading. This is the description they've sent to me. Anyway, I drink liquid IV every day. Talk about it every episode. Uh, I try and stay hydrated, uh, but water gets a little bland after a little while. So I go with the liquid IV. It's been fantastic. Literally drink it every single day. Uh, I just mix in the uh, little packet into my 60 ounces of water and uh, it adds a little bit of flavor. I use the sugar-free version. Uh, I don't need extra sugar every day, but sugar-free is a little bit better. Uh, it's got a little salt content in there, which is good because I'm sweating it out a, a lot while I'm uh, doing my workouts in the morning. Uh, but it's, you know, I like to stay hydrated. I have people in my life that are constantly dealing with health issues and they're dehydrated and they don't believe that uh, you need to drink more than like 12 ounces of water. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever. But listeners, I don't want you to be dehydrated. I want you to drink liquid IV. Gallon every day. Yeah, it. I, I legitimately drink liquid IV every single day. We uh, we've been we went through the white peach and we have more of it out there now. We got um, 
lemon lime. And then my girlfriend got home yesterday from work and her coworker had liquid IV and she had watermelon, which is not sugar free, but she's like, oh, it looked pretty. She said it was really good. So naturally I hear this and I order watermelon. So that's on its way. Um, so we're uh, we're working our way through all the flavors. Yeah, but dude. Watermelon's my favorite flavor of everything. Watermelon strawberry, juice. The strawberry lemonade, which was which is sugar, uh, not sugar free. But the strawberry lemonade, very good. The white peach, I like a lot. That's sugar free. The lemon lime, sugar free. Also very good. Loving that a lot. The lemon lime, dude, I would I've... say, tastes more like lemonade than like lemon lime flavor. But I'm fine with that. The watermelon, I'll, I'll uh, let you guys know once I get it. But... One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Uh, there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar with a proprietary amino acid allulose blend for a sweet taste without the calories or raised blood glucose levels you get from sugar. It contains eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness with three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. You can get 20% off when you grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free or any other variant at liquidiv.com. That's liquidiv.com. Use code DJP15. Again, that's DJP15. At checkout, it's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DJP15 at liquidiv.com. Link is in the description. Go check it out. It's fantastic. Can't recommend it enough. And it helps support the show. So thank you to Liquid IV for sponsoring the episode. This episode is also brought to you by Zencaster. Uh, Zencaster is the all-in-one solution making podcasting easy. It's the ultimate web-based podcasting solution. Provides high-quality audio and video podcast production and hosting. With a full suite of professional tools, podcasters can seamlessly record, produce, and publish studio-quality content all from one dashboard. Being a creator has never been easier. Uh, We've used Zencaster for years now. Uh, every single episode we record in it, it is so easy to use. I just send the link out, tell them, Hey, click on the link, enter display name. We're good to go. Everyone has their own audio track, uh, for video podcasts, their own video file, audio track. It's so easy to edit when I go back to do that after the fact Klaus, how easy is it for you to get on the show here when I, uh, Oh yeah, dude, just open up the old Gmail Click the link and pick my input, pick my output, in there like swimwear, brother. Yeah, it is It is so easy, so convenient to use. Like I said, one of the best parts about it is that even if the call drops, the audio is saved. You don't have to worry about losing it at all. Uh, it's always like backed up. Even if there's like a bad connection, it sounds sort of robotic-y, it's breaking up a little bit. It's crystal clear when you go to edit it because the audio is being recorded locally and then re-uploaded to the cloud after the fact. So it... It is so nice. It's so useful. Uh, it's so easy to now s- record the podcast with Zencaster. You'll log in using your browser. You start recording a high-quality podcast right away. Uh, you can record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. Uh, Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Uh, if you've thought about podcasting before and realized that you need a lot of different tools and services, don't worry about it. Zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform. You can create your podcast all in one place, distribute it to Spotify, Apple, all the other major destinations. Uh, you can go to Zencaster.com slash pricing. Again, that's Zencaster.com slash pricing. Use code DJP15. That's always our offer code. I'm looking at getting it changed because the 1.5 is kind of uh, confusing. 
but use code DJP15 and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. So again, it's zencaster.com slash pricing. Use code DJP15. And you'll actually get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience as I do for all of our podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Use Zencaster. Uh, thank you so much to Zencaster for sponsoring the episode. And uh, we're, we're on it right now. You're hearing this because of Zencaster. So <laughs> thank you to Liquid IV and Zencaster for sponsoring the episode. They're great. Um, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's been fun using uh, Zencaster. It makes it so nice and easy. No problems editing. But what I wanted to talk to you about was Baldur's Gate 3. Real uh, quick, though, before that, okay, dude, yes, I'm ahead. waiting. I've been waiting for more white people to stumble upon the watermelon-flavored drinks mm-hmm. and watermelon juice. Have you <laughs> ever had Minute Maid watermelon juice? I've had a lot of Minute Maid products. They have the, uh, there's the watermelon one. They have. That's the best like, juice on the planet, dude. There's that. There's like a mango punch or some sort of thing like that. I forget what the flavor, the names of the flavors are. They have a bunch of really good juices that we've we've tried out. Um, I drink I drink them sometimes. Uh, like I said, I don't drink a lot of sugar. God, I water them down. Yeah, I haven't had that stuff in a while. It's so good though. Yeah, I, I, do I like to put a little bit of water. I like to take maybe like a quarter of my tumbler. Mm-hmm. Of the watermelon juice, the rest of it water, so good. But mostly, I just get watermelon flavored aspartame squirt shit and put that uh, in my okay. water. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm just on that liquid IV diet. <laughs> liquid IV is yeah, it, probably way quicker. better than this crap I buy. Dude. I don't know if they have a grape flavor. I'm typically not a fan of grape flavored stuff, though. It, it it reminds me of like medicine I took as a child. I love and it makes me sick flavors. to my stomach. <laughs> I, That's oh, one I of my favorites, dude. The grape energy drinks are my favorites. Mm. I love grape flavors. It, it literally stuff. makes me sick, like literally sick. I remember as a kid, we'd have to like when we talked to the doctor, I'd be like, "I need a version of it that doesn't come in grape flavor," because I would take that like. Is- uh, I forget what the actual medicine was, but they'd give it to me. It's like those like sort of chalky sort of pills. Uh, give to kids and it would be grape flavored and my mom would give it to me and I'd literally vomit like I literally wouldn't be able to take it because it was like grape flavored that weird artificial grape flavor I'm like this is horrible and then because of that as a kid I just can't eat or drink like grape flavored stuff it's there's too many other good things anyway I'm not really fighting to force myself to drink grape flavored stuff that's yeah I love grape it's one of my favorites one of my favorites, too. The Welch's Grape Juice, that deep grape. Ooh, mm, that, baby. I've had that. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Straight fire, dude. That is straight yeah. fire. That is not That's, just fine. That I, is I've, super hot fire. Yeah, no, I, I don't have a problem with that at all. It's literally like the weird, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's just the weird, like, grape medicine sort of flavored stuff. That you I don't like the purple stand. popsicles. I have no idea what you're talking about. You actually. wouldn't go for a purple popsicle is, like, what you're saying, basically. Maybe. I have no idea. <laughs> you don't get popsicles, dude? I could not tell you the last time I had a popsicle. We have them at oh, work, actually. Uh, they might have a great flavor ones there. I'll have to go and see you tomorrow. I yeah, absolutely yeah. love popsicles. We it's we so order good, them you get we a order bag like of five them? cases of popsicle ice pops at a time. Uh we keep them in the office. I love the shitty ones that are just in the clear tube. 
That's what these are. Oh, yeah. Those are the best ones, dude. I'm telling you, those are the best ones. You get a whole sack of them for like $2.99 at the store. You're good for a month. They're not even that. They're small portioned. They're a lot smaller portion than you think. So if you have one, they're only like like a hundred. I mean, let me see how many calories are in a freeze. Pop freeze. Pop calories. Yeah, they, the the people down in the the workshop. Yeah, they're only it, fifty but. calories each. Oh yeah, it's not. Well, it's, I imagine it's just water with like food and sugar, frozen. Slight, yes, like a slight amount of like flavoring sugar. A little bit of flavoring. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they're dude, they're great to get the sugar craving edge off without overdoing it at night. Yeah. When you're like, oh fuck, dude, those are. <laughs> For your it, well, maybe you don't have it as bad, dude. But I get the sugar cravings so bad. I don't get sugar oh, cravings. I've I just get it on. cravings. That's why. I, that's why I like picked up my like workout routines. Uh, you ate I what just, cravings? Like just food cravings in general. Like I, oh. I'm constantly hungry. Maybe I'm oh, constantly. Dude, I wish I was hungry for yeah. actual good shit. Because <laughs> I'll be, dude, I'll be working out and I have to like force myself to eat the good shit. But I'll just be sitting there being like, I want ice cream so bad. I want fucking. I don't track cake. my calories at this point. I must eat close to 3,000, 3,200 calories a day. Uh, it's just, it's insane. I don't know why. I'm just constantly eating all day long. It is, mm. I'm always hungry. So, like, I'm like, all right, well. I don't want to put Maybe you're pregnant. On. Maybe. Yeah, that would, yeah. It's uh, immaculate <laughs> conception. I just pissed the kid out. <laughs> yeah, you shit him out of your ass. <laughs> uh, it's the Antichrist. Just, oh, okay. uh, yeah, no, I, I just, all day long, I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, I got a snack on some pretzels. All right, what do we got here? Uh, all right, peanut butter crackers. So let's go for that. Uh, I'll, I'll make, I'll got a like salad. This is, well, I'll make like chicken and butternut squash salad, with, like Caesar dressing on it. You know, I'm just sitting, that's like, all right, get the liquid IV. I need, need a drink now. All right, what else? More pretzels. Uh, I get to eat some strawberries. Now I get to eat some strawberries. Uh, like I'm just going like just all day long, just eating. I'm like, God damn. It's a good thing I'm active or I'd be fucking obese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, Hopefully it's you never have good. a terrible injury, dude, and then you'll get obese quick. Keep that habit up. I, I think at the same time, I will have. I I'm able to restrain myself in situations where it's like, uh, like when I broke my wrist a while back, like this is years ago. I wasn't able to do anything with it with the arm, obviously, and I was like, I'm not gonna do like weightlifting and just do the one arm. Like I can't be bothered. Uh, so I just didn't work out or anything like that. But at the same time, I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to just sit around all day and just eat. Like that would be ridiculous. So that that's when I like got into like riding my bike at home. Like I just put it on the trainer. And, like at least I'm getting some like cardio in. So that I mean that's what I do now. I get up in the morning, I do my actual workout, and then I hop on the bike, and uh, I just I work on the computer while I'm riding my bike. Yeah, but to anybody out there needing a little. Slight change to your diet for some fitness to lose some weight. If, the popsicles are so fire. The no, sugar-free no, 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 no. syrup. No, we don't. No, we don't give this information out for free. They sign up for our program, where we help them get in <laughs> shape, help them, you know, learn how to pick up, you know, women, men, whatever you want to do. You know. Oh yeah, do the program. We'll, we'll help you out. 
get you through like a little bit of a boot camp. All we ask is that you uh, agree to allow us to film the whole thing and you appear on camera. We'll get it done for you. You'll be gold. Yeah. You'll be swimming in whatever it is you're interested in. Yeah, dude. It, uh, dude, honestly, if I I feel like if I could get it together, anybody can get it together. And if they just follow follow my path, they can do it, dude. They could do it. Dude, I could get anybody. I feel like I could get just about anybody on track unless they were just so unwilling to help themselves at all. Anyone who even had a pinch of wanting to help themselves, we could fucking whip them into shape. To be fair, to be fair, it's literally not that difficult to just get in like average shape and not be a a horrific person like going out to meet people. It's like it requires the bare minimum effort. It's hard for some people. Some people just be... Shell the, shelling up immediately. Fucking retarded. <laughs> they show up quick. A lot of people, a lot of real young people do. They show up quick. They don't like to go social into media bars has made them stuff. like socially retarded. They don't know how to interact face to face. Yeah, maybe that and constantly everybody telling you that anything you say to anybody at any point ever is wrong, and people yeah. getting offended over everything I think ever. That, I think part of that people just don't want to say anything though. to anybody. Yeah, maybe, but. They spend the too news. much time like, like the news that shit. They were pushing campus. that shit in like school though. Like when I was in school, it was already starting with the freaking the de- de- divisive shit. Hmm. You know, everything's just so divisive, and it's uh, made that way on purpose. Yeah. You know, I don't which know. social media I, I, ain't helping. It's definitely playing a part. I don't think it's the whole. People get the wrong. Know. People look at social media and think that's how the real world works, and that's just not the case. Social media is for people who are really interested in getting their point out while shutting down everyone else, generally. And so, like, oh, like, not only that, but like, so they look at like, quote unquote, influencers, and it's like, oh, that person lives a lives a really cool life, and it's like, not really, not really. That I mean, it's all fake. Like, none of that's real. They're just living a lie. Then they go back to being like a normal person. They don't look that way. They're using filters and makeup and editing techniques. Like they, they get the wrong idea. They think all these people are like extremely like 10 out of 10 attractive. And it's just not, it's not the case. It's very easy and, to make yourself look completely different. And there are so- never, the youngest people have no money to go out either for <laughs> the most part. Yeah. It's like freaking most most of them don't go and just think go to trade school or they it's not taught to look at schools as like a job training thing and to mm-hmm. really don't try to go for ones that are going to get you a job so most people just get a fuck ton of debt that you can't get a job with end up working at the airport or some bullshit mm-hmm. if they're lucky or if mean freaking people what's you know that right right now there is uh one out of 25 women between the ages of i think it's 18 and 28 having only fans and that that's a bigger portion of the job force than teachers than they are of teachers yeah there's more only fans models of that age than teachers (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say i i also feel like there was that point where like college and like university like there was a point where degrees didn't quite matter as much because there's the tech boom Oh, I, like in the sense of like, I don't oh, think these people matters at all. I was just well. I'll finish it. There's a point where it's like, oh, these people just know how to do their job. We'll hire them, and to an extent, that is still definitely the case. Or they'll just hire you based on skills rather than degree. But I think 
people took that and were like, there's no point in going to college or taking classes in any aspect because I, I should just be able to get a job. And I think they took that and ran with it way too far to where they think that they're just entitled to work at any job without any training. They think that every every job should offer them like free training, essentially. And to me, that's crazy. It's like, if, why should I hire someone that has zero experience with whatever it is I'm hiring for? Like if, I, yeah. if I'm a... If I'm working at like a an uh like a video editing agency or whatever, why would I hire someone that has zero experience in editing? It's like I don't want to train you. That's gonna take a ton of time out of my day, ton of effort. And it's like, why would I not just ignore you and hire someone that has some background in it or has actual skills? Yeah, this is a specific type of thing though, because any I mean a quadrillion people know how to edit. And yeah, maybe it was back. I think my, my there's point jobs is, that there's other okay. jobs that will pay you mm-hmm. for them to train you. That's for like sure. not a big demand of diesel mechanic, HVAC tech, mm-hmm. electrician, plumber. These are great jobs. You're gonna actually have to get up and and walk around and move around to do them though, which most people don't really want to do. I think that was, my point was there's people that just think that they should be able to get any job they want without effort. And then once they get there, they should be able to just cruise through it. I feel like there's so many people that are just entitled, thinking they're entitled to be paid at any job they want for no real reason. They should just be able to have the job and get paid. Like I, I see that where I work. I've seen that where like people I know work where it's like they yeah, come I in. I haven't ran into that too much, to be honest. Maybe it's but just a lot it, of work we work in. You work yeah, in. Yeah, I, so. I, mean. like, I think so. I think so. There, like I said, there's a I the place I work at now is a big office. It's a whole complex. We have like 300 offices, maybe in our building, roughly, like including like executive suites and stuff where we're at. And there's a place like a, there's a, an office like down the hallway from us where they have like 20 employees, maybe, and one like one like head manager guy, whatever. I don't know what his actual title is. I don't talk to him really. But like, I don't know how many times like I'll go outside. I'll be like walking out to my car, whatever. They take smoke breaks every 15 minutes, it seems. And they're just the entire time they're out there like, oh, my God, like, I'm just tired. I'm just constantly working. Like, I'm so tired from working. All that. It's like and I'm walking by. I'm like, I've n- like you're out here every time I come out here. You're never getting anything from- done. Exactly. That's my thing. I'm like, these people are bitching about how long they have to work. I'm like, you're not working. You're just standing, your day's going slow because all you do is stand around in here smoking, dragging out the day. <laughs> I, can, like, yeah. I don't know how many times I look out the window and they're just all down there smoking together. It's like literally like 10 of them at a time, just standing around outside smoking. I'm like, if you want to just take a smoke break, that's fine. I'm not going to bash people down for that. But like the fact that they complain about how hard their job and like how tired they are from working. And then literally they they might actually be in their office two hours out of the day the rest of the time they're outside smoking or down you know downstairs in the cafe hanging out i'm like good god maybe it's just because the, the people there i'm thinking like oh well yeah i've known people like that but they just get fired within two a month yeah. or two i think it yeah. depends on like the the like workspace you're in if you're in like an office space it's very easy to just not do work Escape. and not get caught because mm. like you could just have like like let's say i'm supposed to be editing a video uh i can just pull up the editing software on my screen and pretend like i'm editing it's nobody's gonna know but like if you're working do in it like, at that point 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm bad at making examples up, but I think oh, my point is like, it's easy to pull something up on screen and pretend like you're doing it. Uh, just leave the screen up while you're on your phone or whatever. But if you're in like mm. construction, it's very easy to see that it's not getting done because you're standing around. Like it's very easy to look over and be like, either that guy is or isn't swinging a pickaxe, you know? Yeah. It, I think depending well, on construction, what especially it would be more of the wall still isn't there yet. Yeah. What have you been doing all day? Yeah. I mean, especially with what I do, it's way more abstract in the sense of advertising and marketing. I'm like, it's like, obviously we're doing like social media posts and stuff, but like Google ads, I'm like, you literally can't tell if I've done anything or not. It, I'm adding and removing keywords I'm changing some of the images around, yes, but like a lot of it is literally backend stuff on their website and things like that. These people have no idea how to read code anyway. I'm like, I could literally sit here and pretend to work for a month and they wouldn't know if I did or not. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like, if it's not working at all, then they're not going to keep me on. Like I'm going to lose that account because nobody wants to pay me if they're not seeing any results. So yeah, exactly. I work my ass off. But like I said, the the comp- the business like down the hallway or whatever is like a banking, some sort of banking related company. I don't know what they actually do. They're not a bank. I know that. Um, but they, yeah, it's weird. They, I, they come rolling in, like I'll be going downstairs and over to our, our one other office at like at like 930 in the morning and they'll come rolling in like, ah. Oh, Starting the day off early. I'm like, fucking 9.30 must be nice. Like, <laughs> like Jesus. I, I started at 6. Nine thirty On Fridays, I'm pretty sure they're there from like noon till 3 only. I'm like, good God. Like, you get off on the weekend? Like, what do you people do? <laughs> like, why bother showing up at all? But Yeah, a lot of times that stuff really in banking really just is like the work comes and goes like one, some days she'll be like, Oh fuck, I'm working hard for 10 hours. And other days it's like, well, I'm doing nothing this week. Mm -hmm. You know, it just really does kind of depend. Like you have to be there for when it fucking pours in. Yeah. (laughs) But a lot of times you can not have a lot to do. That's sort of how it is for me. Like, but like mine has no real like agency to it. Like advertising is not a thing where it's like, Oh, let's put out the ads. All right. Keep working away. And it's like, you make the ads and you you set them like you publish them and set them live and then you just wait and see how they work like it's not something you're just constantly working on necessarily it's so like a lot of the stuff that i work on is like all right the ads are live let's go in and see if you have photos we can edit like videos like let's see how we can rework this and a lot of it is just researching ways to better manage what we have to work with with i'm just thinking of some of the ridiculous shit people have said like the lazy people have said to me that come into these jobs and uh they'll like come in and in the within the first month they start acting as if they know everything they're like Mm -hmm. yeah that's fucking stupid way to do it wait (laughs) why the fuck would you do it dude people have done it this way for a hundred years now what are you talking about (laughs) oh i have a perfect example that there's a they there are so i have a sales background right i worked in worked in sales for like eight and a half years and there's a they hired a sales consultant because what i do now isn't sales directly but like i I still work in sales from time to time 
but they're like, we're going to hire a sales consultant to help this new guy out. That way we're not wasting your time. I'm like, okay. They hire this guy and I'm like, I didn't realize they had gone through with it. Uh, I just knew like they were in the process of finding someone and then they find out I'm, I'm like, oh, they hired him. Cool. Whatever. I'll look into him. And I'm looking, he has like a, he has a website and a YouTube channel. I'm looking at it. I'm like, the certifications he talks about aren't real. Like one of them is literally completely made up. And the other one is, he's like a certified, uh, certified revenue architect, which isn't a real certification except from one specific company. Like that's just what they call it. You take a class for, I think it's like two weeks, essentially. It's literally five sessions and then like a test and it's $2,500. And then they give you this certificate that says you're a certified revenue architect. I'm like, okay, but this is just some random company, whatever. Uh, And then he has uh, another uh, certification from a separate company. I forget what that one even was. It's another acronym. I can't remember. Uh, It's sales related, like a sales leader. And that one is like a $450 to $500 uh, thing that you sign up for. And it's literally like five five hours worth of videos. And then at the end, you just get the certificate. And I'm like, okay, so these are his certifications. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, One of them is an hour long class. It's like a TED talk, essentially, that he marked down as a certification. Like, Jesus Christ, this guy has like no background in this whatsoever. Uh, And then all over his his website, like every page of his website, every description on his YouTube videos, on his like Fiverr page and whatever, all of his like pages just say, uh, sales for people who hate sales. I'm like, that is the most generic thing I've ever heard. Anyone that works in sales will recognize that. It's like, oh, we teach sales for people who who hate sales. That is the most bare bones generic boilerplate fucking pitch for like learning how to do sales ever. It's it, Everyone uses that constantly. I feel like you really don't have to. There's not too many techniques. I shouldn't say that. There's only so much you can teach for selling. And then most of it, you just got to be just personable and good enough at it and know the product. He he mentioned it was in, I don't remember if it was on his website or his YouTube, but, uh, oh, he was arguing with chat GPT over sales techniques. And then one of his examples, uh, one of the things that was mentioned was like, uh, uh, I forget how they phrased it on the thing, but it's like the silence treatment thing where it's like you give them the pitch and then you sit there and wait for their response because it puts the ball in their court. And it's like, okay, that's a real sales technique people use. And he's like, I don't know how many times I've been in a meeting where we have the entire folder there of the contract and all the information. You know, you set your pen on top with your business card and you slide it across the table to them and you sit there and you watch for their response. I'm just like, this guy has watched way he's watched way too many movies and TV shows like Succession or something of how these sales pitch works. These sales pitches work. Oh, dude, if he watched Succession, then he'd think that the business deals went like, yeah, you're going to buy this fucking company and you're going to fucking <laughs> do what I fucking say when I fucking call you to fucking make any fucking business fucking deal. I fucking tell you to fucking do you fucking cunt. No dick, small head bitch. 
That's why he would talk if he thought if he were in business from Succession, dude. That, I cannot believe that show half the time. I I've been in three different positions in sales. There's never been a single time where we put together. We don't go. We've had situations where we have a binder of like information for them. There's never a single situation in which we take the binder, put our. Why would you have your business card on top of the binder? First of all, they you've already introduced yourself. You've already given them your business card or you put the business card in the, the binder slash folder, whatever you're using. You wouldn't set it on top. That doesn't make sense. You want all Have the you information. Have you ever closed anyone off of a business card? I, not as a customer. No. Exactly. Dude. No. I, exactly. I use business cards to reach out to people for like cold calls. Like I use it as like an, a point of contact to get in, per, in touch with like the decision maker. That's what I, I use them for. But handed those fuckers out like they were going out of business when yeah. I sold cars. And dude, nobody ever fucking mm. that shit. Come on now. And then <laughs> I think about it. I'm like, how many business cards have I gotten? Maybe thousands, thousands at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I've probably been handed thousands and I have never called <laughs> anybody off of one unless it was like business to business exactly yeah Needing to be like and call the guy in the company to be like yo your fucking software doesn't fucking work out here bud <laughs> shit like that like that's yeah, the only the, the way this guy was explaining it though it's like you're not like have you ever worked in sales like you don't just sit there and slide the packet of information across to them like that's not how that works. Like you explain the product to them and you get their feedback in advance. Like that packet of information is just for future reference after you're done talking to them. That's for them to refer back to. And all that will do is cover everything you just explained. Like it's, you're not handing them the contract and be like, all right, why don't you look it over and see if you're interested? It's not how it works. It's just not, it's never in any of my positions. It's never how it's worked. And this guy's like, that's, you know, that's how it goes. It's like, has this guy ever worked a sales job in his life? I wouldn't be surprised if he's worked in sales online to some capacity, but that's the only situation I can think of. It just everything. There's that just the way he was arguing with chat GPT over like sales tactics. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> this guy's a absolute lunatic, but I mean, they hired him, so clearly he was able to sell himself to people that own my company. <laughs> yeah, damn. We were sitting there, we we're making fun of his website. His website is covered in memes as well, like SpongeBob memes and shit. I'm like, this is. I would be embarrassed if my website had SpongeBob memes all over it. I don't hate the SpongeBob I'm, memes. I'm listen. I I have nothing <laughs> against SpongeBob memes in general, right? But the fact that he has, I'll make up a number eight pages on his website from the different menus all but two of them start with a spongebob meme oh yeah no you get and one. then you scroll down he has a quote he clearly like had like a quota where he do meme content meme form right so it'd start with a spongebob meme on all but two at literally every single time it was a spongebob meme not a different one always spongebob at the start of the page you'd go through the actual like content of the page and at the bottom, there'd be a meme of some something else. Sometimes it's a second SpongeBob meme. Sometimes not. There's like a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air one. 
There's one from, uh, uh, I think it's Rick Ross, I think. Uh, he's like, I forget what, what it says. Um, but it's that. And then, so you have like the second meme and then like the form or like a link or whatever, like the, you know, the follow through is, and I'm, I'm keep going back through. I'm like, why is it always a SpongeBob meme? <laughs> I'm like, this website looks so unprofessional. Like it should not be a big meme right at the top of the page content, another meme. I'm like, I'm fine with having that shit on websites, but if it's always SpongeBob, it's like you have an obsession. <laughs> I always wonder, like, where the fuck do people even come from half the fucking time? <laughs> like, how the fuck did you come to be this <laughs> thing with your own fucking website with SpongeBob memes? And you sat down and made, like, what is happening? Yeah, his, I don't know. I was just tearing through, like, I I make websites for a living to an extent. I'm not a website development professional by any means. But, like, I'm, I have enough skills and information on it that I can easily build websites for people. And so I do part of that for work. But man, I tore his website apart with my coworker. I'm like, all right, we're going to click through on this link. What do you want to, what SpongeBob meme do you think it's going to be? And we click there and it's like, oh, oh I'm leaning on the rock. On this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's leaning on the rock after running. Yeah. Oh, he's doing yeah, that, that weird that is one At one point, there's one where he's flipping through a book. There's the, uh, like, the one with the rainbow, you know, where he splits his hands apart and it's the rainbow. Yeah. Uh, imagination. It didn't say imagination, though. It was something else. Yeah, but that's the um, episode, though. Yeah, there's uh, one with Mr. Krabs, like, in money. Um, money, 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 money. Yeah. This <laughs> man is an instrument. <laughs> the inner workings of my mind are an enigma. That shit is so fucking straight uh, fire, dude. Like I said, I, I, SpongeBob's funny. I, I enjoyed it. I haven't watched it in years, but I enjoyed it growing up. I, I just think it looks ridiculous. A few years ago, and was like, I just think it looks ridiculous to pretend you're a professional, like a salesperson, then just have a SpongeBob meme at the top of every page on your website. <laughs> up until whatever that guy's name is, Steven Hillenberger or Hillenberg or whatever. I, Once he stopped making it, that. it's down the trash. Hmm. That, right there was a video the I watched maybe a year ago showing how they like changed SpongeBob to make him more cartoony and like more like childish as opposed to like appealing to adults like humor wise. They I forget all the specifics, but they were, you know, originally he had a lot more like uh, there's a lot more going on with his his shape like as a square. There used to be a lot more like bumps and edges and things like that. And they rounded him down a lot more so he has like mm. instead of having like five little bumps on every side it was like one or two so they mm. they minimalized the actual like art style on him they made his eyes bigger I, uh, I didn't know they changed him let me look up the new spongebob yeah i i forget uh i, I mean forget he looks exactly they the had changed him a few times over the years when i was a kid but just because i just felt like just okay, the yeah, way you, they did art. If you go into Google improved. and type in before and after SpongeBob, yeah, I see the two here. They show 99 and 2019. Like he's more square. They removed some 99 like isn't really on. fair though, because he only looked like that for one year. Could be. I, I've, like I said, it's been a while since I, uh, I saw the actual video, but like, oh, here's one 99 and 2023. 
they show like his eyes are a lot bigger. He's darker, like his eyelashes are darker. Uh, his mouth is smaller. Like they, he's not as like bumpy on the outside of smaller spots. I've got one with like a whole bunch of them on it. Here you go. Oh yeah, this one shows 99, 2000, 2002, 2005, present day. Yeah, it's like I said, he's just a lot brighter in color. Yeah, in he's a lot brighter. I always just thought that was just you know the the like the uh, I guess technology got better. They were able to make the colors less bland because season yeah, one they're very be. i see what you're looking at here too it's not this is essentially what i was looking at yeah so the color different. correction isn't as as good. i'm sure some of it is like technology related but even in yours like you can see how like they've changed like the size of his pupils and stuff like that adjusted the, the like one the in, oh my god i found one of all the years the way he looked in the first season is not even at all and he's like brown <laughs> in one year yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah, they, yeah, that was season yeah. three. He uh, on is when he kind of got his more shape that he's closer to now. Like he looks more like he does in season three now than he did mm-hmm. season three to season two or season three to season one. Well, I see there's a picture. bunch of uh, different videos of it, like how the design of SpongeBob has changed over the years. I don't remember which one I I watched, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, they did the same thing with like The Simpsons and how they've altered yeah. those characters. They they're all uh, those dude. Look at South Park over the years. Yeah, South Park changed their art style because I mean, originally they did actual cutouts. Yeah, the first like two seasons. Now it's but like even, actually even like season three, four, five, season eight to now to season mm-hmm. twenty. It's pretty different. Yeah, well, I think they got a lot, a much larger staff as well. I think part of that helps. They bring in a lot more professional animators. Even like, it used to have when they would have animate, they would have it animated, but then they would have like a magazine cut out of a celebrity's head when they yeah. had a celebrity on the show. Yeah. Now they actually have them like animated in. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So they've, they've like actually the changed more stuff. It is. I did. I I actually preferred it with when it was like the actual image of them. It was yeah, fun. and it's like just Saddam Hussein's head on there. <laughs> what the hell? He was, I, it was interesting. Like I thought he was in that show for a lot more than he was. I don't remember. Cause I think they, the movie, I think, is when they get it's rid of him like, good, isn't it? Yeah, probably. He's in probably like four or five episodes. In yeah, movie. I, for some reason, I thought he was in a lot more than that, and it just wasn't the case. It's just iconic. Yeah. Just iconic. Yeah. Yeah, it's freaking that shit's so good, dude. Oh. Suck my, how's it, my, how's the song called? It's freaking my sweaty chocolate balls. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, freaking they, oh my when God. chef falls down into the pit trying to escape Nambla, and he like he like breaks his legs like oh, and like oh he's gonna be okay. Oh well, no, it's like alligator, like bears, oh, alligator, yeah. like a bunch of different shit happens. Oh, well, the uh, best is right when he dies. Carmen's like, "Yeah, Carmen's no, like, he's no. still okay until he sits himself." Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> this shit was so good, dude. You know what? The chocolate sweaty balls freaking charted. To, I think it was number five in the UK. Something <laughs> like that. If you go on the Wikipedia, it says it, dude. It got in like the top ten of their Billboard over there. Like what the hell, that y'all is... listen to them? There we go. <laughs> Chocolate sweaty balls. 
Yeah, baby. Yeah, that's Put awesome. them in your mouth. <laughs> I was watching a classic WWE clip the other day, and then they had like a cut of him doing that song live in between some of the matches. It's like, what the fuck? R.I.P. Isaac Hayes. Yeah. Chef. Yeah, Died in like 2009 or 10, something like that. Mm-hmm. Before we wrap here, I did. Like I said I wanted to touch on this. Uh, it was Baldur's Gate three? Oh I, yeah, so we, shit. We bought it on PlayStation Five. It came out on the sixth, so as of the recording, it was yesterday. And uh, so we played it. Well, actually, we we played it a little bit on Tuesday because I I'd, I'd got the digital deluxe version. I was like, I'll play it a little in advance. Uh, we don't have anything else going on right now, so I was like, all right, we'll get that. Downloaded it. We played a, very briefly the the first night we had it on Tuesday, I guess it was, and I just didn't look into it at all, so I had no idea what we were doing. So we got into the tutorial and we died. Like all of our characters wiped. I was like, oh shit! All right, well, I'll look into it a little bit. I'll investigate and we'll come back and revisit it. So last night we played through it. We breezed through the tutorial. Uh, we we got the uh, right in the beginning of the game. There's a like a, I I'm not familiar with like Dungeons and Dragons at all. So I don't know like the races names and things like that. But there's like a demon looking guy who has a flaming sword. Immediately go in there, take the sword from him. We get out, get into the overworld. We're, you know, moving around, collecting some uh, allies. And I'm like paranoid in the game because we got through one part where this is again, this is not a spoiler. It's the very beginning of the game. You you're on the ship to start the game. And this tentacle monster, Mind Flayer, that's what it's called. A Mind Flayer comes up and he, he looks like uh, uh, Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean. He's got the tentacles coming down over his mouth and everything. He looks like a squid head. And he puts like a little parasite in your eye that will turn you into a Mind Flayer over time. So the whole crux of the story is like getting this out of you before you turn. And in the process of this, your ship is attacked and it crashes. And you find this injured Mind Flayer on the ground in the middle of the wreckage once you uh, wake back up. And you can interact with him and you get like options of like, do you want to help him? Do you want to ignore him or attack him or whatever? And I was like, oh, I'll like your minds are connected because of this parasite. I was like, oh, I'll try and look into his thoughts. And it does the on screen. They have like a thing where it's like it'll roll to see if you are successful or not, like in Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm like, all I have to do is roll like a, a three or something to do this. And I roll a fucking one die. It literally just kills me outright. And that was it. I was like, fuck. The game's right, over. I guess we gotta, we gotta reload the save. Oh. <laughs> I reload the save. I'm like, god damn, reload it. It takes us back like 20 minutes maybe. But that included like meeting up with a couple different characters. So I'm like skipping through the dialogue, just making the same choices super quickly. We get back. I save it right as we walk up to the mind flood. I'm like, all right. I'm not fucking around this time. We go up and I just stomp his head in. <laughs> oh my god! Like driving the elevator. Uh, so we did that. Uh, it is interesting. Like you can literally control pretty much every aspect of the game, in the sense of like, how do you want to interact with this person? How do you want to interact with the world? Like you can choose whether or not to like walk up to someone and just shove them off the world or whatever. So you what know, if we're it. playing co-op and you die? You can so let. What happens is like you'll go into a scenario and like, oh, you're in combat now. And it changes from like being able to freely run around to like sort of turn. Yeah, essentially. (laughs) So what'll happen is like 
Like, let's say my guy gets hit. He's out of health. He'll go down. You can go up to me and press help and it'll it'll pick me back up. But I only have one health and my actions are somewhat limited. I don't know if you just have to like heal up a little bit more to be able to get all of your actions back. But if you pick me up, I'm going to back up here, explain this a little bit more. So on your turn, you get two actions. You get a main action and like a secondary action. Your main action is you can like attack an enemy. uh, You can like use an item. You can help your teammate. Yeah, just like the South Park game. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And then your secondary action is you can move, essentially. Uh, So like you could, if I go down and if I die, you can help me up and that's your main action and you can move away. So you can help me up and then assuming I don't get hit in between then and like my turn, uh, I can heal myself up and we're back in business. Uh, if like a character dies like fully, I don't know how I, we haven't been in a situation where anyone's died completely. Uh, there are items you can get you, that you can use that will revive allies. And then you, I, there's other like checkpoints somewhere in the world that you can revive allies as well from what I've been, heard, but I haven't investigated it fully yet. Hmm. But you can definitely pick your teammates up and it's not a huge problem. But like I said, we've only played maybe like an hour total in that. Uh, a lot of the time was spent like figuring out the menus because they're a bit confusing to say the least. Um, but I was having yeah, a lot that of- one's gonna take some convincing to get my boys on board with that one, dude. They don't they don't understand. They hear how it is. It's, it's a bit. They think it's gonna be. Well, they think it's gonna be like, you know, fucking cellar dweller shit. Passion slash. No, no, no. Oh, they, oh, think I, they think it's going to be like Cellar Dweller freaking dress dress up like a wizard and be like, Woohoo! I roll the seven! <laughs> and it's like, you know, it's hard to freaking sell that one to people. It's the I'm like, no, dude, you can... Face. Mountain yeah. Dew cans all over the exactly. place. I'm, I'm like, dude, you can do anything in it. You can fuck a bear. Yeah. Like, I don't know, fucking Call of Duty coming out. That's what sold you, <laughs> Jane of the fucking the bear. There is zero chance. Like, like Call of Duty is. uh, I'm not buying it this year. There's no chance. I'm not wasting seventy dollars. I'm not either. And there's so many people I know that are just like, yeah, I'm gonna get that. It's like buying the new Madden game. I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? I already have Madden 18. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Whatever version is I have. Every couple years you get a sports game, you know. Yeah, you get like one per console generation, essentially. It's like, all right, I've got it on the Xbox Series X. I'm good to go now. I'll probably get not the next 2K, but the one after that. Because hmm. the, the first one, the one that I, the most recent one that I got was for both Xboxes. So it wasn't really like uh, optimized, no, you, optimized like yeah. that. That's so after like two or three more. Right. I think the one I have is like, Adrian Peterson on the cover. <laughs> the last one i bought oh, damn yeah that was on he's been gone for a while yeah <laughs> i think that was, that was like madden 20 like the 20th anniversary one or whatever or whatever i think that was like the anniversary i one. believe so yeah i think he was on that one whatever it was yeah yeah so once they optimize the 2k i'll probably pick that one up fair enough yeah it's just I do uh, get suckered on those. Well, Madden so. 25, that's what it was. That was on Xbox like, One. Holy shit. 
I get suckered. Uh, I get suckered into freaking buying those games sometimes because I love to just live out my childhood fantasy of being able to dunk from the free throw line over mm. NBA players and then like go to the press conference and be like, and fuck my team and fuck the coach <laughs> and fuck the sponsors. Yeah. The new ones, you can't do it as much anymore with that. Like you used to be able to go to the general manager. Like if you like would push a, and they didn't pass it to you, I'd immediately go to the general manager and be like, him <laughs> or me trade, trade Jeff Fisher, him or me. And I'm, of course I'm a ball hog. I'm averaging 58 points a game. So they can yeah. trade him. <laughs> Every time there EA has made their money selling these Madden games where they just keep removing features from the game. And then five years later, bring they'll remove like 10 features. Then five years later, bring one feature back while removing two more and be like, look what we've added to the game. It's like <laughs> they like this year. They, I watched, I just watched a review of it earlier today. Cause I'm always curious about like how it is. They brought the combine back after some time. And they're like, we've added Damn. in the combine. Mad and it's like, no this is this is such an old feature that you removed. Do not pretend like this is some brand new feature that you've added to the game. I, uh, I remember back in the day, they used to have highlights of other games. They, they had, was it Craig Berman? Is that the guy's name, right? I think I got it right. Yes. They used to have him commentating highlights from other, ma- other games that happened during halftime and show. He would do the halftime show. They don't do that anymore. They bragged they used about to have a the, mansion. Remember the mansion in the yeah. old, old Madden? They they had like they bragged about adding referees back to the game. It's like you had that like twenty years ago. They like had this that is Madden, the first one. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like this is not impressive, and like it's insane. And then you start the game up. I watched a clip of the guy like starting up for the first time. You you start the game up. The first thing that pops up is. Buy the more expensive edition. You click ignore. Buy like uh, Madden Ultimate Team packs. You click ignore. Open your free Madden Ultimate Team pack. It's like, oh my god! Like they just sell you on the Ultimate Team shit so hard. Before yeah, you even everybody get to the says game. Ultimate Team ruined Madden. Yeah, you got that. Well, that's what made them all the money. So they put all their focus on it. Uh, and then it's like the if you go to the store. It's the like first and second items in the store are like a couple of packs and it's a hundred dollars for like the legendary packs. And it's like, Jesus Christ. It's like, you're charging more for these packs in the game than the game is actually valued at. Like it's insane how much people are spending on these games for the stupidest shit. I would buy an NFL street if they made it immediately, dude. Mm-hmm. EA sports. Big. No, I want, I want backyard sports again those games those were fire shit. as well those were fire like fucking as well. pablo sanchez best athlete hell yeah <laughs> literally the goat dude pablo sanchez oh, i used to play the shit out of those games those are now a little simple for an adult yeah. you know but i could definitely maybe i'm just looking back at him with rose-colored glasses yeah but oh as a God, kid it's so fire because you can actually yeah. like win and compete and there's like uh, you can upgrade the characters a little. Like you get the one creative character that can True. get better. Okay. Yeah, and, um, dude, those are so. Uh, good. It's just it's ridiculous how like Madden. I mean, FIFA is the same way. Like all these sports games are just designed around. Yeah, seventy dollars for the game. Uh, we make zero improvements on it. Uh, so every year you just give us seventy dollars to have the privilege 
of opening up more packs and spending hundreds and thousands of dollars on packs to, for the chance at making a team that you're interested in. It's like fuck, man. Don't this you only is... get them for? Is it like two K where you only get them for like five games? Like if uh, I get, I'm it'll not make, as you got a Michael with... Jordan card, and you can only use it for like five games. I'm not as familiar with the basketball one. For FIFA and Madden, I know that's the case where it's like oh, you get you get like contract disgusting. cards where it's like disgusting. three games you get these these players. It's like, why did I spend my money on it? Like this is fucking stupid. You're raping me. Eat that shit up. There's a I don't know the the content creator's name, but he's like a YouTuber, probably Twitch streamer as well. And it's him like opening Madden packs. He's like, oh my god, dude. He's and he opens up. It's like an 85 overall like lineman, and he's like, oh my god, oh my. He gets up. He's screaming, running around his room. Holy shit, 85 (laughs) overall. It's like, what the fuck, like Robert Woods. Yeah, I'm just like, oh my god, like, and people eat that shit up. I'm like, how fucking dumb is society nowadays? Or that's like the type of content that people love is this guy very clearly faking a reaction online to the the most nothing like shit. But I always think, who the fuck is watching this shit about anything? Then I'll like go around and see what people like have on their phone while they're working, like in their headphones. Mm. And I'm like, all of you watch complete garbage. <laughs> all of you are watching the stupidest shit that I ever come across whenever I go over there. Like one one dude w- will just watch people like opening fishing supplies. I don't get like unboxing. Like, dude, videos. I would shoot my fucking self in the head if I was watching this. I've never understood unboxing videos. It's like, look what this content creator bought. It's like, what the f- why the fuck do I care? Like I can understand, well, I like, like fourteen. If you want to see like one, what's in it? But when I was super young, I got into this one dude. He was an unboxer, and then one day it just snapped on me. Like this guy's a queer. It freaking he did knives, and uh, he would do like sometimes he'd get military shit, and then he switched into getting into precious metals. <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy's such a lame guy. And then he did this video where he took one of his knives and he sliced a bunch of water bottles in half. (laughs) And he was such a short, little out-of-shape, stubby guy. And uh, he had all these wickedly expensive knives. And his house was just shit in the background. And he'd always talk about how they were superior, all these knives. And then all the comments would be like, dude, you could do all that with a box cutter that you're talking about. He's like, you can't cut rope. With a box cutter, they're like, "When are you cutting rope?" (laughs) (laughs) I I was gonna say, like you said, it's like house is shooting background. Most of these people that do like unboxing videos and reviews are not buying these products. Like, if like let's, I'll use like laptops as an example. If I want to do like a laptop review channel, I'll go to Best Buy, buy the laptop, bring it home, unbox it, do the review, put it back up, and return it the same day grab a different laptop, bring up, and just repeat the process. They're not keeping these products. I wish I could remember the guy's channel I'm talking about because it wasn't big enough and it was a long enough time ago to where he was definitely buying all this shit. Interesting. Like He was definitely buying these knives and these MREs. Like he wasn't big enough to get sponsored. And it was we don't before. Need to be sponsored. It just, was the return policy of these companies, like even Amazon. Oh, anything like return that. it. 
I don't think he, yeah. he really did because he would show off like cases he would get of them. He had a lot of knives. Like he might return some here and there. Huh. This guy I was this guy was a weirdo action. though. He was a weirdo, like a knife weirdo. I wish I could. Oh, it's gonna. It, I could never find it. I don't think because it wasn't popular enough. It, you know, mm-hmm. like to like go back for. Maybe if I was like knives and precious metals, he might come up. I know back in the day when I was like really big into like getting achievements, that was the thing to do. Like people would go to like GameStop, buy the game used, so you didn't have to worry about like the plastic wrapping. Buy it used, get all the achievements in it, and then return it within seven days, and you get your money back. And you could just keep doing that, and it would cost you nothing essentially. Holy fuck, dude! I found him. Cutlery lover cutlery lover he has almost six hundred thousand subscribers at this point interesting this guy has a criminal amount of knives and they're all <laughs> so shitty yes no, i mean they're not shitty. he has a bunch videos. of really nice ones yeah, but his stuff the rest of his stuff is shit he has what he has uh, six, six thousand videos. yeah I mean, so he's, he's been at it for, for a long time let's see what is his old uploads one? every 15 day 15 years 15 years he's literally been at it. If you And if you go back to oldest ones 15 years ago, they've been consistently coming out for 15 yeah. years. Yeah, like I said, he uploads every single day. Hmm. This freaking I mean, guy, Some of these dude. are very different. How to make sweet and spicy homemade pickles. Uh, Carlin needs your help, and it's a, the thumbnail is him holding yeah, up. Yeah, dude, that is a... I'm looking at that one right now. That is such a clickbait. <laughs> clickbait. Man, That's man. probably a sponsored one there, the ROK knife. And he goes, mm-hmm. damn, dude, I'm over here shit-talking this guy. He is living the dream now, getting 4K <laughs> views in every video. Yeah, he has stuff. People are sending stuff to him because he has his shipping address on there. His name is Jeff. Looks like he's got a pool now. Nice. He has upgraded his uh, situation. Well, you know what? <laughs> Cutlery lover, fuck me, bud. You uh, you made it. You made it, bud. You got a 2023 Tacoma. <laughs> Five things I hate about my 2023 Tacoma. <laughs> this is the video. You made it. You got that nice truck. I fucking hate my truck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, we should probably wrap How, up Is this, is, is this making in. money? Real quick, we'll, and then we'll be done. Okay. Is this channel making money though? Like these videos uh, are like 2k the, views, 900 views, 2000 views, 1000 views, 1000 views. Well, it's every day though. I mean, it's interesting cuz he's 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 only going to be getting like a couple bucks per video. He's just doing the love of the game and then every now and then he has one that pops off. Yeah, so like I'm looking at these ones from years ago have the views like legal weapons collection update 7.9 million views. It's from 12 years ago. Zippo 12 years ago, 15, 5, 12, 8. So it seems like like ones from like between like five and t- ten years ago, roughly, are the ones that got all the views. They have like millions of views. A lot of those biggest cigar I ever smoked, shocking all barracks buster, five and a half by eighty, one point seven million views. Yeah, I wonder what happened to him for like what did the algorithm do to this guy to where he gets no views anymore? Yeah, cause, I mean, all of these are like older videos. Like the closest one I saw was like eight years ago, maybe six years ago. 
Yeah, like that's the closest one I've seen so far is six years ago. Oh, there's two years ago. That's he's literally not changed anything that he's doing on his channel. Yeah. If anything, yeah, the videos are probably better now. You would think. Well, I think part of better. it the camera quality is, looks better. I, I think YouTube is, it's the same thing with like gun channels where uh, YouTube recommend them quite as much. Like they're right. harder to monetize as well. Right. So maybe that. I don't, I'm not as familiar with that style of YouTube video, like the monetization and like the uh, YouTube algorithm side of it for those style of channels, but that might be it. They might not want to promote like weaponry. Well, shout out to this guy because he's freaking, maybe you could get him on here, dude. He's freaking uploading every day and probably has a job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting guy. I'm over here hating on him. Shout out to this guy. Hopefully your precious metals paid out. (laughs) Yeah. I would, I would assume like he, well, 15 years ago, there wasn't as much money in YouTube, so he might have hit it big. Well, I, I take that back. I take that. There was some money That'd in YouTube back then. interesting to talk to, dude. Because it's like, he, I feel like there was more money in it like 10 years ago. Because they talked about that whole adpocalypse and shit. I was going to say, he hit it about the same time as like, like back in that time period is when I was super into like Call of Duty YouTube. And there was that was when they started making money. So he might have hit it big at like the right time and fallen off since then to an extent. So he might have made like decent money actually off of that. Made a couple hundred grand overall. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad, dude. Pay you off your knife collection. Looks like you got a pool now. You know? Good for him. Shout out to that guy. (laughs) Anyway. We'll wrap up here. Thank you to Liquid IV and Zencaster for sponsoring the episode. Very much appreciate it. Go check them out. Links are in the description. Use code DJP15. Gets, uh, get some money off there and help support us. Go check out Closet Commotion. New episodes drop every Sunday on the yeah, dot. I've got two that I need to upload and just haven't. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just so lazy. And now I'm about to fire. I'm literally looking at the Starfield like just pause screen right now <laughs> just like oh it's oh, right God. there like uh, <laughs> satan it's today yeah. <laughs> yeah dude i'm off dude i freaking just got a promotion at work i'm off tomorrow i'm about to fucking play the shit out of this game nice yeah exactly <laughs> i i'll i'm gonna be at work until about one or one thirty tomorrow and then i'm coming home like all right streaming it up <laughs> Spring you know, home. My you're gonna be so my excited. Is going going out to eat with her friend. She won't be home till late. So I'm gonna stream until seven when I have a another uh podcast recording tomorrow. And I then, hadn't uh, felt that excited for a game in a while, dude. Like when the Starfield thing yes. loaded up right at the beginning, I was literally like, Oh my I, it's been so long since I've had like any level of hype for a game. Like payday three, for example, is coming out soon. I'm excited for it. But I'm not right. like sitting here like eagerly anticipating right. it. The last time for me was Red Dead 2. Sure. Yeah. I, I didn't have that for Red Dead 2, I'll be honest. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's so like Starfield is the only one in recent memory, even close, where I was like, oh my God, it's happening. It's coming out. Elden Ring was the one before that because I'm really into like the Souls games. Uh, but yeah, Starfield, I was just sitting here. I'm like, oh my God, it's coming. It's coming out. I'm like, count it down. I'm like, all right. Uh, uh, Thursday at eight. I gotta be home. It comes out. I'm like, download, download, download. Like, get it all set up. Like, start it up. I'm like, rushing around to get it. I can tell you all of the my most excited ones through the years releases: mm-hmm. Black Ops One, 
was super I exciting. Call of Duty was like that for me. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, dude, a couple years later, they had announced the they had they were remaking Metal Gear Solid two and three for the mm. Xbox three sixty. Got super excited for that. Um, after that it was probably then I didn't really game a shit. Oh, f- GTA five would have been the next huge one I was excited for. Yeah. That, then um, after that would have been uh, probably Fallout four, then G uh, Red Dead two. And now Starfield. I cannot wait for Starfield. Is also one of those games where like not not just that level set, just in general excited about a release and had it come out and actually enjoyed it. Cause like there were so many games like Battlefield 2042, I was like excited for it. I wasn't like, oh, it's coming. But I was like, oh, Battlefield 2042 comes out today. Cool. Can't wait to play. I start up I'm like this game fucking sucks. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's such a disappointment. Uh, even like we went back and played it what a month ago, maybe something right. like that. And trash. Yeah, like it. It was. I will say, at least now it's so much better than it was. But even that's not saying anything. It wasn't. I didn't really enjoy it that much at all. But my god, on launch, it was so bad. It was unplayable at launch. Like literally unplayable. Let me see my game list. I guarantee there's been something I'm blocking out of my memory that I was super excited for that I just did not. There just hasn't been that much of an excited that about. Really like, Star- there was Starfield. That. Elden Ring was one. And before that, I'm like, fuck, I don't even know. I just, I, I have no idea. There's, I think part of it is because the game companies that are out there now, so many of them are just monetization happy that it sucks all the fun out of the game for me. Even if I enjoy the game, I go into it like, ah, how are they going to try and ring my wallet out this time? I don't know. Yeah. Fallout four was probably the last big one. Red dead, red dead two, red dead two. I was that one. My heart was like, I can remember walking up the stairs to my old place like it was like i'm done work i've got the whole weekend to play this yeah and uh dude my heart was like racing like yes 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 get me on that fucking horse oh <laughs> mafia 3 was one that i was super excited for that was a huge letdown mm. oh that was that's one that worst. i was that's that was one that i was the same thing dude sucks same thing because mafia 2 is so good and mafia 3 came out and mm. i was like heart racingly excited for it and it just and it it, at first it feels like it's gonna be good for a little bit and Mm -hmm. then it the realization starts to set in that it's like it's just kind of it's not as bad as the new saints row but it suffers from the same thing because of the new saints row game that developer is out of business now (laughs) they just shut them down they're like yeah you fucked up so bad we're closing you up damn that is not good that's yeah, a shame, dude. Did you ever finish? I stuffed through it and I finished it. I did, I did everything in that I believe game. I did, yeah. I believe yeah. I didn't do everything, but I do believe I finished it. I suffered through it. I did like pretty much every side quest and everything. I had a bunch of collectibles and like challenges to do yet, but I'm pretty sure I completed like every side quest and dude, that'll be a smart one for a company to scoop up in a few years, buy the IP for Saints Row in like ten years. And just basically remaster the original. Like what they did with Duke Nukem. 
Oh, not even do no. that if they just want to bring it back and actually do a good one. Like Duke Nukem, though, it sucked when they brought it back, yeah. but it sold a fuck ton of copies. Well, that's because they were, it was in like development hell for like, what, 10, 15 years or something? Something like that. Yeah. And like, here it and is. A Duke and they Nukem showed off like shit throwing physics. Yeah, the shit throwing. And the trailer was awesome. And his voice is so lit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, he's so, he's yeah. such a good character. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised they haven't tried to bring him back for one more rip, dude. It's been about he he might get be forgotten though, dude. He's one that doesn't really get the credit like uh, Doom. Like, like whenever people talk about the old yeah. games, they talk about like Doom and shit. Every now and then, I hear somebody mention playing Duke Nukem, and I'm like, oh, that was the oh, like that was the one, dude. Like our age, like younger than us, never played the original Duke Nukem's, and so the only reference what they have is that new like i'm new in air quotes because it's not even new it's like 10 yeah, 15 literally. years old at this point but like that's the only reference point they have and even then like if let's say it's 15 years ago how many 15 year olds that give a fuck about duke nukem dude i like, thoroughly enjoyed that shitty one too i played there that one I sucked I really and i loved it. it but it only took like five hours to beat Mm-hmm. was the problem and then it, that was just it and the multiplayer thing they tried to put in it was dog shit so that's my but that's it was, i love all the games it, that are out there now shit. how many kids are going to play duke nukem over fortnite or call of duty no, or whatever yeah, never so never like, there's no money to be made in it none it's a shame who knows it's a shame oh, I, I feel like most of the games i like are going to stop making money like i bet you payday 3 is going to flop and I fucking loved Payday 2. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck's going to buy that shit? I haven't heard anybody even mention it at all like that. What are some other ones? Oh, dude, when they brought back Star Wars Battlefront, that's another one I was excited for. That, that one sucked. I was hyped for, and it was, it was, it that was another one. They just block. tried to overly monetize. And yeah. then that's the most downvoted comment of all time on Reddit. They have like 700,000 downvotes. It's not even close. The second place most downvoted comment is not even, it's like 10,000 downloads or 32,000. What is the comment? Uh, the comment was from EA, like support or something, like one of the developers or something, someone working at EA, like on the game. And uh, I don't remember if it was an ask me anything thread about the game, but basically they're like, people were complaining, like, oh, you know, why do I have to play the game for like a hundred hours to unlock the ability to play as Darth Vader? Otherwise, I have to just pay money to unlock it. And the developer, whoever it was, stepped in was like, well, we did a bunch of tests and we wanted to give people a sense of accomplishment for unlocking, you know, characters and things like that. And obviously that didn't go well because they're like people saw right through that. Uh, It is it was so tone deaf. Uh, I'm I'm just trying to pull it up here real quick. I'm sure I can find it very quickly. Uh, Oh, here you go. So the most downvoted, that's the most downvoted comment ever. 683,000 downvotes. Ooh. The next closest is 88,000 downvotes. Damn. So it is not even close. not even remotely close. Over seven, about seven times more. Uh, I'm trying to open the thread. It's taken a while to load. Right? It's been super slow today. But yeah, it is. Uh, oh, here we go. Star Wars Battlefront. Seriously, I paid $80 to have Vader locked. This is a joke. I'll be contacting EA support for a refund. I can't even play fucking Darth Vader. Disgusting. This age of microtransactions has gone way too far. Leave it to EA, though, to stretch the boundaries. And then the response was from the EA community team. 
The intent is to provide players with a sense of pride and accomplishment for unlocking different heroes. As for cost, we selected initial values based upon data from the open beta and other adjustments made to milestone rewards before launch. Among other things, we're looking at average per player credit earn rates on a daily basis, and we'll be making constant adjustments to ensure that players have challenges that are compelling, rewarding, and of course, attainable via gameplay. We appreciate the candid feedback and the passion the community has put forth around the current topics here on Reddit, our forums, and across numerous social media outlets. Our team will continue to make changes and monitor community feedback and update everyone as soon as and as often as we can. Minus 668,000. <laughs> yeah, that is just... They just... I, just I don't know. I can't wait. Right. I hope they freaking go bankrupt, honestly. And then the... It op- I hope that opens the floodgates up for random developers to make actual good games for all these Look IPs. Baldur's Gate 3. Even if it's not your cup of tea, that is an like, independent developer putting a ton of time, money, and effort, a ton of time and effort into it. With They had a budget, yes, but not very much at all, realistically. And they made a full game completely, you know, it's an actual complete game, zero microtransactions at all. And it's just they put it out and it's it is what it is that people are enjoying it. I mean, every single character in the game is voiced. All the NPCs, every single character is fully voice acted. Nobody does that in today's day and age. Nobody like Madden makes seven billion dollars and none of the characters are voiced like you have like zero like new features like there's no change in that whatsoever it's the laziest game ever and they make boatloads of cash every year and Baldur's Gate 3 is over here from like an indie developer essentially and it's like such a more well-rounded response from all the other game developers that were like don't expect yeah this level of effort expect us to put in effort and time and actually like care into the game (laughs) that that is so telling of the industry as a whole don't expect us to like put it to try and like make a solid product. We just want your money. Yeah. Fuckers. Yeah. Unbelievable. Anyway. Well, you know, those Starfield <laughs> felt like they were trying for my money at least. Yeah. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's still some developers out there, but there's a lot that are not EA, Activision, uh, a lot of the, like the Chinese based developers or like that. Rockstar to an extent. Rock stars to an extent, but they, to be fair, they still give you like fully fleshed out games. They give you the with. whole game for the, yeah, they give you the whole game, but it just takes a long time to unlock stuff unless you pay yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, episode 191, Dead Just Productions podcast. I'll see you guys next time. Peace.